Welcome back to my podcast of Let's Talk. International Women's Day started in the 1900s when women started being vocal about creating women's rights. Over the coming weeks, I will be interviewing women from across PA Housing who have been nominated by their colleagues, not only for the great work they do, but but for being a true inspiration. This leads me on to my next guest. I'm being joined today by Laura Wareham. Laura's been managing workloads, homeschooling, as well as looking after her own wellbeing in the last year, like a lot of women out there. I'll be interested to hear Laura's story and how it's been going. Hi, Laura. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in today. I really do appreciate that. And congratulations on your nomination. Thank you very much. Um, so we're going to get straight into the questions. First of all, how long have you been at PA? What department do you work in? And really tell us something about yourself, probably that nobody knows, or just tell us something about yourself. Okay, I work for PA Housing for 19 years now. 19 years. Uh, very long time, seen quite a few changes. Yeah. And I work in our independent living department at the moment, so part of housing services. Um, I'm married with two young boys, uh, been with my husband for 20 years now, so it's been well, a long time. Um, just have a normal, hectic life, running around pre-pandemic, if you like. Um, you know, childcare and trying to do activities and fit everything in. Um, we've got a couple of kittens at home at the moment, which yeah. has helped us in the pandemic, which is about the right year old now. Oh, but, but I want one too. Oh, it's been a godsend with the children and us and watching their personalities develop and things yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. But honestly, I've been very sedentary and not done a lot, so I really just start getting active and getting inspiration by lots of other people at the moment. And uh, my friend and I were going to start, I used to play netball, um, and it's done for over a year now. So getting motivated and start doing competitive netball again. So I'm thinking about this. I think we should get a team together because I know that they've got a team at Case House. Yes, so maybe. Well, many years ago when you know when I've worked for this company for quite a few years, we have won trophies through our netball yeah. teams and a bit of competition with other RSLs. So I'd be in for that. Maybe definitely. it's something to think about. We'll 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 get together after this. Um, okay, what about what does your average day look like um, pre pandemic and now? Okay, I mean I have to say there's not been a, there's been some changes. You know, post-pandemic we've had um i work in independent living obviously and we've got a team of independent living staff out on the ground i manage a team of seven offices yeah. um and we deliver in- intensive housing management to our customers so i've got older people over 55 and i've also got an enduring mental health service okay we have continued to be out in the community so we haven't stopped being out so there nothing's changed so no staff have still been going out still being at our schemes doing health and safety visits you know checking with our customers we're still going into some individual homes when we really need to with their emergency alarm systems pendants helping where we can so we have reduced the amount of time we've been out on site and obviously we're trying to do as much remotely as we can so the officers aren't out as much and I have stopped being out as much as well also and being remotely and I think we've embraced the the virtual side as everybody else and I think because my staff have always remotely worked yeah always loan worked and so by we've actually been able to build on having our more regular contacts through zoom or teams so yeah. that has been really positive absolutely um, but it's a very varied role and it's you know very quite reactive depending on the customer needs uh, and the vulnerabilities and we work with lots of you know internal teams and external services as well with the police and social services okay. um, very varied yeah and I, i'm assuming that due to the pandemic it's been really important to actually be out 
Oh, very customers. much so. I think we have seen, especially the, after sort of the first lockdown, a significant deterioration in people's well-being yeah. in our customers. You know, their physical appearance had changed. Um, you know, it was impacting their mental health. And because all the local activities had stopped, our lounges have been locked of up. Course, yeah. The ability to socialise, the day centres have closed. So many things have not been available to our customers. And, yeah. you know, the isolation is... is very very impacting on people's day-to-day lives yeah i was saying yesterday it's um i think the third lockdown has been my worst lockdown i think the first one the sun was shining um i was living with my sister at the time so i obviously was able to interact with more people and then in july i got my house which then I then started living on my own, mm. and then that bit for me, I just, and, and I that's just the felt impact. isolated. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you know. A lot of our older people, our customers in independent living, do live on their own. Of course, you yeah. know, and we we've had difficulties of people, you know, not understanding. The, the the processes and the you know the guidance from the government and lack of understanding and we have um, there's some Asian elder schemes as well and there's language understanding and of you course. know people do want to see their friends and see their neighbours and you know and it is very hard so we we have weekly contact with every single one of our independent living customers and we have done since the start of the big pandemic and before the pandemic and that has been a lifeline for a lot of Absolutely. people and we'll continue to do that thereafter as yeah well. I've noticed it more from the welfare calls that we've been yeah. doing as I'm called the welfare calls it's just just talking to somebody for 15 minutes has made such a massive difference to their lives mm-hmm. especially because they've not been able to see their families and unfortunately sometimes people of that age don't know how to use zoom or don't know how to use teams that is very much the huge issue people don't and all they don't have a smartphone no. they don't have they don't have internet access they wouldn't know how to use it or they can't afford it of course. and that it has been a barrier as well and i think you know that's why even having the members of staff the team we've been i mean i was out on site a couple of times this week already and I've seen customers and they're waving happy yeah. and even with your mask on they still recognise you and yeah. you know just want to give you a chat yeah. and tell you what's been going on it's and massive and it, well done yeah. for your team and you guys yeah they've worked very hard you know credit to them really really worked hard but you know we do it we do our job for our customers absolutely. you know that's what we're here for yeah absolutely they're at the heart of everything that we do mm. um, what barriers if any do you feel you experience as a woman I think personally for me it's mental load I think that's a really huge thing for me. I take everything on board with a full-time job that I do. And I find myself carrying and having to think about everything in the house. I think a lot of women do that. It's not always women, but a lot of women do. So I'm yeah. thinking about, you know, what we're going to have for dinner, you know, what food we've got in the house, yeah. what birthdays or cars I've got to buy. Is the washing you know, done? Yeah, because you've got, got to feed the animals, got to do the you know, injections and things. It's just so much load and remembering events that that does take its emotional toll of as well. So I really do think that's something that, that I find is a huge impact on me as a woman as a barrier um, and I think also for me it's that my husband works different shifts and it's me that does the sort of nine till five if you like and that pressure of having to leave at a certain time to get the children from childcare, you know to get to activities you know I'm in the middle of a meeting or I'm in doing an email or on a phone call and I have to leave and that is a huge pressure yeah, that I course. experience um, and the guilt that I feel as well uh, I think guilt is something that I everybody yeah, I feel experience, yeah. and I think you know PA housing have been amazing. We've had a lot of support with our well-being, and and you know personally for me, I've 
never really not one to ask for help no. um, but I have tapped into Simply Health and you know I have rang and spoken and, and used that opportunity like we we're saying about the pandemic yeah. um, and as a woman I felt that I was yeah I should cope I should manage to just get on and do it but there has been times when I've really struggled and yeah. I've actually reached out and I felt better for it and I've actually shared that with my staff my, you know, my team yeah, that's brilliant. and my friends and encouraged them to reach out and, and ask come for help. on we have never had anything like this before no. in our lives so I'm not too sure how people have coped through it no. um, I know myself I think it's been really important important to stay in contact with family um because if anything they've got me through this Definitely. and I've, I've never felt so close to my family mm. so for me I'm very grateful for that I think you know we're lucky it makes you appreciate what you've got I think as well yeah um and I, I it does you do reach out a lot more and that's one thing that I've recognized and I've because a barrier you know as a woman I have by myself that I should just cope of course and manage it yeah and, it's, it's, why? it's awful, isn't I don't it, care. that people have actually got that in their heads? Yeah, it's that mentality that I've yeah. had that, you know, I need to deal with it and I, I should pick up that, along with mental load. It's my responsibility to do that. So, yeah. you know, I have reached out to my husband as well and said, you know, you need to be picking this up. And, Absolutely. Well, my kids have started doing a lot more housework and extra I've things been. in the home yeah. as well. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, barriers is a very difficult thing because we... We create our own barriers, yeah. I think a lot of the time. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, I'm a I'm a tall woman. I'm five foot ten. You know, and I think as, you know, that gives me some advantages. And I have a lot of colleagues and friends that are more petite or, or average size, shall we say, against myself. But as a barrier as a woman, I think that can be quite a significant thing as well because you can be, you know, just generally in society overlooked or you're not taken. Um, consideration yeah I think so I'm a very small person yes yeah so I think I think I'm about five one but when people say it I always think god you're not because I feel quite tall and yeah. big I think it might be my mouth think that's a bit better I don't see that so a lot of my friends are only five one, five two, five three, and I don't really notice that I forget I'm tall of course, actually yeah. lots of time. <laughs> but I, I do you know it is I feel quite um, if I'm wearing flat shoes and I'm you know, next to somebody who's you know, taller in heels and I have to look up at somebody I find that quite yeah, uncomfortable I, for me I would as well. <laughs> experience that. but you know there is that barrier that potentially as a woman we have and I think um, you know, even voices, I think, can be an issue as a woman. You know, having a, a higher pitched voice yep. is a factor. You know, you in a in large group of meetings, you know, male voice is always more dominant, it's stronger. Yeah. You know, even disciplining my children, I know that's an issue I have. You know, I can say course, something, yeah. maybe it's a relationship we have, whereas my husband can say the same thing with a deeper tone and, you know, he gets a different reaction. Yeah, so I, I think it's just those, all those different things that we live with, yeah. but we work with and manage us with as well, I think. Of course, and you've got places especially within PA housing. I think I've done a podcast over the last week where I spoke to somebody who was very quiet spoken, so she found that it was really difficult in the meeting of actually getting a, a view across. Very um, much so. Yeah, and I find that, I, I think people who are listening to this, I think they'll have a bit more consideration when they're actually in a meeting for those kind of people. I hope so, because yeah, that is I something that women do struggle with, I think, yeah, generally. I, I think it, so too. It, it's genetic. Yeah, <laughs> of course, absolutely. We have our voices, and that's what we have. So. Okay, where do you draw your um, strength and resilience from? I think we've touched on this earlier when we were just talking. For me, it's my family. Yeah, yeah your family. Have you got strong, so. women, in, strong yeah. women in your life? Yeah, I mean, I've got my mum my and my sister, they live down in Somerset. Um, I'm very close to my mum. Um, yeah. Now, we've had, we've had some difficult couple of years and, and for situations, and they've always been there. Of and course. I've missed them a lot, so much, and I haven't seen them. I've, I managed to go down in. Um, uh, 
middle of last year to see them. Uh, my mum has always juggled everything. Yeah. Um, she she's wor- always worked part time when we were younger, and then she worked full time. And you know, she's always taken on so much responsibility. But we've always had a community feel within our family. I grew up in a small village. Yeah. Um, and we've always given back to the community. My mum's always worked in care. Um, we've always gone and uh, you know, walk, I've always walked neighbours' dogs when they've not been well enough. We've tied up people's shoes at the weekend, and we've yeah. just got involved in community activities. And I think that strength and resilience of looking out for each other that is embedded in me and my process Um, and I think you know for me I always look in the good of people always look for the good of people Absolutely. I love people full stop I do too Uh, and I always try and look at the positives of everything that happens because especially you know managing team working with customers we always have things that go wrong and there's always situations that occur but you can't change what's happened no but I think we can look at the positives and how we can learn from a mistake and deal with the immediate situation and move forward absolutely and I think that that's sort of part of my well, my strength and resilience that it's helped build me um of having that family support and my husband's support as well you know being together a very long time and uh, you know he's matter of fact and he says it how it is and um, he'll bring me back down when I'm I like going off on a tangent sometimes <laughs> I like black and white I like honesty I like yeah. people to say it how it is get it out of the way and move on yeah. and I think that's really important and, and I think that is really crucial and uh, you know my family support has been amazing and uh, you know I do always go to them for just to vent to sometimes of as course. well you're someone you used to debrief with and but I've, I mean it work as well I've also got a great team I and mean, my, my peers that you know Dawn as my manager has been amazingly supportive she's so understanding you know and the other team leaders I work with Esther uh, Louisa and Mark we can speak to each other and just get guidance and advice and yeah. my, my team that I, I work with I manage I've got seven we're actually all we all female team and you're a really so, strong all female team we, we've got some dominant characters a strong voice and we encourage that I yeah, said absolutely, you know yeah. every we, we stand for our customers so the officers that we have it's unusual to have all women in the team it's just the way it's happened over years yeah. and we've had changes um, but they have a voice and you know they, they're able to have a voice for our customers as well yeah. And they so, want it heard, so yeah. good for them as but, well. But, you know, we support each other as a team. And I think, especially in the pandemic, and everyone's had their own personal lives and situations they've been dealing with, we've yeah. all come together as a team to help each other out. We've all got, you know, childcare commitments and dependence yeah. or, you know, just on. well-being issues that we've been dealing with. So, right. that yeah, fantastic team, and they've all provided support as well. Lovely. Well done, IL. Well done. Um, what changes would you like to see in PA to enable more women to succeed? Okay. I think within PA, we've got the really positive equality and diversity group. I think that has had a massive impact in recognising things that we would people wouldn't even have thought of before no, as well. Absolutely. And um, I think that's a real opportunity for PA to expand on in the future. Um, but I do think that really one thing we could focus on is about an increased awareness of care responsibilities with, with children dependents and, you know, really focus on, on that acknowledgement of having to leave at certain times, uh, you know, and, and having to drop stuff to go if you school yeah. rooms. So being and, more flexible. Yeah, and yeah. I, I know PA, have, you know, they're recognising that there's lots of changes happening, in, especially with the pandemic as well. But pre-pandemic, it wasn't as um, prevalent, I think. No, um, I agree. I think there's a lot of changes. I think we're definitely going in the right direction, without yeah. doubt. I think there's been so many changes, probably like Dawn just said, in the last 10 years. Mm. Um, we've come, We've come really far, haven't we? Huge, um, yeah. So again, well done, PA. Yeah, no, it's really positive. But, I mean, I think another issue for, for me that I think PA can really focus with women is, is about um, acknowledging women that are starting to go through the menopause or hitting the menopause yeah. in the future and I know there has been some discussions recently um, you know regarding policies and looking at that but I think that is a huge impact for you know all women at some point are going to have to go through that process 
and uh, yeah, way for, way away for a while yet. <laughs> Please but, not yet. But you know, I've worked with with teams and colleagues and staff, and it does have an impact on, on yeah, your well being. Um, and I think it's really important that we recognise that, and that's part of our day to day working. Um, it gives people opportunities that we take things on board with that as well. Okay. Um, and I, I just think touching on what we said earlier really about giving everybody a voice of you course. know and it's really we, important man or woman exactly everybody needs and I mean I think we all we all have a voice but we all have different levels of of shouting it really and having it and it's about ensuring that everybody has the opportunity to shine brightly Absolutely. you know we all shine different levels but if everybody has their ability the opportunity in their way you know where they feel comfortable with you know yeah. group settings doesn't work for everybody no. small opportunities some people would rather you know write something down but just ensuring that we have that opportunity given to everybody um, because everybody's an employee of the organization and they deserve to have their voice heard i totally agree with that and that brings us really nicely to the end of the interview thank you so much laura for giving your time up for me today thank um, you congratulations on your nomination thank really you. really really truly deserved and um, have a lovely day. Lovely. Same to you too. Thank you, Deanna. Thank Dina. you. Dina. Oh, don't shoot me. Don't worry. It's still recording. <laughs> Just to put it out there, my name is definitely Dina. <laughs> Thank you very much, Laura. Bye-bye.